Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is the Wikipedia page for 2023 Writers Guild of America Strike. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe to this premier news broadcast podcast. Absolutely. And we have a very special guest today. We have a member of the Writers Guild of America. His name is Brian Tucker. Thank you for being here, Brian. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I've been a member of the Writers Guild for 24 years now. That's a lot. How yeah. old are you, Rachel? Oh, I think you know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> and that number would be 25. Wonderful. Yeah, Brian has been a uh, writer for SNL for over a decade. He's written for the Chris Rock Show. He's written for Mad TV. He is a dyed-in-the-wool, hella good writer. Anyway, Thanks. let's start talking about how things are falling apart. <laughs> We'll read 2023 Writers Guild of America Strike. The 2023 Writers Guild of America Strike is an ongoing labor dispute between the Writers Guild of America, WGA, labor union representing 11,500 writers and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, AMPTP, which began at 12.01 a.m. PDT on May 2nd, 2023. It is the largest interruption to American television and film production since the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020, as well as the largest labor stoppage for the WGA since the 2007-08 strike. Which I also was part of. Um, How does that one compare to this one so far? It, it's really different. That one, there were fewer members of the Guild. I've heard between two and 3,000 fewer back then. 
the guild seemed older, it seemed less diverse, and people were not as energized about striking back then as I feel them now. Also, fewer unions were with us. There's lots of people from SAG-AFTRA out there marching with us. There's lots of people from Teamsters, and we did not have that in 2007. Oh, I'm glad you have it now. Read on. Okay, so here are some issues in the strike. The main focus point in the labor dispute is the residuals from streaming media. The WGA claims that AMTP's share of such residuals has cut much of writers' average income compared to a decade ago. Writers also wanted artificial intelligence, such as ChatGPT, to be used only as a tool that can help research or facilitate script ideas and not be used as tools to replace them. That seems right to me. Yeah, that makes sense. On May 2nd, 2020, the latest minimum basic agreement, MBA, became the collective bargaining agreement that covered most of the work done by WGA riders. The minimum basic agreement is an agreement which establishes a minimum wage for television and film writers. In television, the minimum basic agreement only applies to those who write for broadcast television shows and not for streaming television. This is very clear among late night talk shows that are produced for broadcast television, such as The Late Show with Stephen Colbert by CBS versus The Problem with Jon Stewart produced for streaming by Apple TV+. The writers who work for streamers are not covered by the NBA and therefore must negotiate individually with the streaming company for their pay and as a result are paid less than writers who write for broadcast talk shows while doing the same amount of work. The NBA expired on May 1st, 2023. Oh, wow. I had no idea that there was such a difference between the two. I feel like there always is, especially when new media starts coming around. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that that's correct, but there are definitely parts of the NBA that streamers have agreed to. There are, you know, writers who write for dramas and for like larger half hour comedies on streamers have to get at least WGA minimum. And there are, I know the streamers contribute to the WGA's health and pension fund, although not as much. So I think at least some aspects of the minimum basic agreement are covered, but not the whole thing. My guess would be, I mean, I don't know for sure, but my guess would be those streamers which are connected to broadcast television, like probably HBO. Yeah, I mean, well, broadcast cable, but you know what I mean. Right. Well, I mean, there's a good example of, so Seth Meyers' late night show with NBC is covered under the minimum basic agreement because it's on one of the main traditional networks, NBC and uh, is on you know regular TV every night at 12.30. But one of Seth Meyers' writers, Amber Ruffin, has a show that's shot in the same studio with a lot of the same writers and same talent, Amber Ruffin, but it's only on Peacock, only on streaming. And so those writers are not covered under the minimum basic agreement. And those writers don't even get the minimum amount that is uh, required of Seth Meyers' writers. So that might give you some idea of the difference. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, a network like NBC would take advantage of any any loopholes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I get it. I get it. But let's, uh, you know, get it together, everybody. People yeah. need to make a living. The WGA uh, estimated that its proposals would yield to writers about $429 million a year, whereas the AMPTP's offer would yield $86 million. Yeah, and I'll add to that that 
There are some CEOs for the streamers that make, at least last year, over $500 million. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we are asking all as a group of 11,000 writers to be paid collectively a little less than one CEO's yearly pay. <laughs> that really puts it into perspective, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, it Sorry. definitely does. I'm so, I, again, I, I want to be correct. It's less than two combined CEO's yearly pay is 500 million. I said one, but it's two. Got it. Sorry. Okay. But still. Yeah. One is disputed issue is the guild wanting requirements for mandatory staffing and duration of employment terms to be added to their contract, which would require all shows to be staffed with a minimum number of writers for a minimum amount of time, whether needed or not, per the AMTP. That is true. That is about having every show have a writer's room rather than one person running the show and people hiring writers as just what we call a, you know, a gig just come in for two weeks, a month, write on the show and leave. It's about trying to give younger writers more of a long-term career. Yeah, I've definitely been a gig writer and it is not as much fun as having a regular job as a writer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not as not nearly as lucrative. Another important issue is that the WGA would like to see each member of a writing team receive their own pension and each receive their own healthcare funds. The AMPTP rejected this proposal and did not offer a counterproposal. Oh, that's hardball. At the same <laughs> time, there was a tentative agreement between the WGA and AMPTP to have 5% of negotiated minimums for all WGA minimums shifted into pensions and health funds. Man, how dare they want health care and retirement? I know. For a writing team... Yeah, a, a lot of the issues that the writers tried to put on the table, the AMPTP did not even agree to negotiate. So it was not that they had their own proposal that was insufficient. It's that they didn't put forward a proposal at all. This included this term about writing teams and also stuff like artificial intelligence. I hope this turns out great because it sounds bleak. Yep. Yeah. You asked me another difference or a difference between this and the 2007 strike is these issues feel more existential and things that writers are fighting for for the future more than 2007 did to me, hmm. at least. And I think to a lot of writers as well. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you deconstruct capitalism. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. We really appreciate it. Now, let's get back to talking about writer strikes, like I know you love. That's our favorite. Negotiations and strike activity. 
On April 18, 2023, 97.85% of members of the Writers Guild of America, WGA Labor Union of Screenwriters in the United States, voted to go on strike if they failed to reach a satisfactory agreement with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, AMPTP, which represents the major film and television studios of Hollywood by May 1st. The AMPTP engaged in lengthy negotiations with the WGA on behalf of Amazon Studios, as well as MGM Holdings, Apple Studios, Lionsgate, NBC Universal, Netflix, Paramount Global, Sony Pictures, The Walt Disney Company, and Warner Bros. Discovery, WBD, but failed to reach a deal before the mandated deadline. As a result, the leadership of the Writers Guild of America, West, WGAW, and Writers Guild of America East, WGAE, unanimously approved a strike on the eve of May 2nd, the first of its kind since the 2007-2008 strike 15 years prior. The Hollywood Reporter reported that the WGA had set some prospective rules for writers during the strike. The Writers Guild stated, Writers cannot do any writing, revising, pitching, or discussing future projects with companies that are members of the AMPTP. If writers do such work, they will face punishments such as fines or even banishment from the guild. I'll add to that, in 2007, I knew of maybe one or two writers that got some fines, but I did not know anyone that got banished from the guild. Right. And I understand where the guild is coming from, but I also understand like writers are like, we want to work in some way, and I know it's tempting. That must be hard. It's tough. <sighs> uh, yeah. I mean, because not everybody is an established writer. So like if you're like, you know, basically a paycheck to paycheck person, I, I know this is, must be really hard. Yeah, absolutely. I have a friend who he writes for The View and his daughter just got into college and they have to pay colleges. And this is a very bad time for him to not have a regular paycheck. So I certainly understand and sympathize with anyone who wants to work. My hope is that they can find other work that's not supporting these companies that are denying us the kind of future employment that will keep people secure. Agree. The Writers Guild also stated that fiction podcasts, which are produced by companies against which the Guild and its members are striking, must stop production. The Guild said that they hoped that writers of animated series not covered by the Writers Guild, but the Animation Guild, would seek advice from the Writers Guild on whether or not their work as a writer works counter to the activities of the strike, and if so, to cease such work for the duration of the strike. The Guild noted that while they cannot punish non-Guild writers who write for companies against which the union is striking, they promise to bar such writers from future Guild membership. Whoa! Oof. It's like Roko's Basilisk. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Do you know, nice that, you know that thought experiment, Roko's Basilisk? I don't um, know it. Roko's Basilisk is a thought experiment where basically in the future, there's an AI that's going to exist called Roko's Basilisk. And it will know everything that has ever been recorded electronically. So the Basilisk states that in the future, when it becomes sentient, if you helped it come into existence, it will give you utopia. But if you didn't help it come into existence, it will torture you for all time. So wow. now that you know, you should make a choice. <laughs> I guess we need to bow to our AI overlords. We sure <laughs> do. The WGA instructed members to begin picketing on May 2nd, 2023 at 1 p.m. PDT. By May 3rd, 2023, picketing hours had extended to two four-hour shifts, 
an early shift from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., and an afternoon shift from 1 to 5 p.m. The following studios and events have been reported by Deadline Hollywood as places where the WGA has planned to picket. In Los Angeles, AMC Networks, Amazon Culver Studios, MGM, CBS Radford, CBS Television City, Disney, 20th Century Studios, Lionsgate, Stars, Netflix, Paramount, MTV, Sony, Universal, Warner Bros., including its own Burbank division, and in New York City, 30 Rock slash NBC Universal, Broadway Stages, HBO, NBC Upfronts, Netflix, Manhattan HQ, Netflix, Upfront, Peacock New Front, Silver Cup East, Silver Cup Studios, Steiner Studios, Warner Bros. Discovery, and Warner Bros. Discovery Upfront. That's a lot of studios. That is a lot of studios, and I feel for everybody who works it everywhere, except for stars. I don't dig their shit. I'm just kidding. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but everything, I'm sure all these negotiations are absolutely necessary. I know that strikes suck on both sides. I mean, I myself not being part of the Writers Guild of America or being part of any strikes so far in my lifetime, I don't even know like what people are going through, but man... I don't know. It's hard, and I hope that it gets resolved because it, the thing that I feel most concerned about is all those people who are not getting the steady paycheck that need them. Because as an entertainment person coming up, like that would have been devastating for me. It's tough. I mean, it's tough all around. You know, in 2007, that was my second year of SNL, and that strike lasted 100 days from November to the end of January. And Mm -hmm. when we got back, a lot of the people who worked on SNL, especially the crew, were not happy with us at all. You know, they, they did not feel that our fight was their fight. This time around, I am feeling much more solidarity across the unions because I think everyone understands that the way media is being produced has changed and that studios and the people who run it are pushing not only writers, but almost everyone who works in TV and movies into, you know, this gig economy mindset, where instead of setting you up for a long-term stable career, they're just setting you up to come in, get your paycheck, not get a lot of benefits and leave and wait for the next opportunity. So I am feeling more universal uh, agreement among all kinds of people who work in television and movies this time. Awesome. And thank you for being here for the show. This comes out on Thursday, so we'll spread it around as much as we can. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. This has been the Wikipedia page for 2023 Writers Guild of America Strike. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. Except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. And check us out on YouTube for more content. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your need for, you know, good pay and benefits and, and all that stuff. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.